Yo, what's up my fantasy football fans around the world? It's Friday and I'm back with another episode of Fantasy Football Friday. My name is Zori and this is ZC's Fantasy Football and Sports Podcast. And do you know what time it is? It's fantasy football time. This podcast will drop every Tuesday and Friday on Anchor and Spotify and much more. Now let's get right into the episode. For the first segment of the day, I will cover my must-starts of the week. Number one, I got Alexander Madison, running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Due to the injury of Dalvin Cook, Madison is going to be their number one running back until he returns, and also a RB1 in fantasy. Madison, who was a rookie last year, has shown that he is, he is more than capable of a replacement for Cook and should be just as productive, if not more. Probably not as much as Cook, because Cook is obviously better, but Madison is a very good backup. Once Cook left the game uh, for the Vikings against the Seattle Seahawks, Madison had 20 carries for 112 yards, and as well as three catches for 24. Madison and the Vikings go against an 0-5 Atlanta Falcons team this week, who have arguably one of the worst defenses in the league. I look for this game to be very high scoring, and I could see Madison finding the end zone at least once and maybe twice. Number two, Kenny Galladay. Kenny G and the Lions have been not so great this year. They they started the year going into their bye week uh, for week five, one and three. Uh, this week they faced the one and four Jaguars, or uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, who have who after their week one loss have lost four straight against winless teams. So every game they've played that they've lost was against a team who hasn't won, which is actually kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Jaguars have been struggling recently, and I think that uh, after a bye, the Lions have got a little healthy. Um, and since Galladay returned from his injury in week three and four, he has a touchdown in both games and over 15 points in fantasy in both of the games. So I really do think that this week is going to be a uh, a Lions win first, and I think that Galladay, Matthew Stafford, and um, some like T.J. Hawkinson and some other guys are going to have big games against the Jaguars. So look for Galladay to have his best week of the year, in my opinion, where he has over 20-point performance. So yeah, Kenny Galladay, my second player as a must-start. Number three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hold on a second. Is Fitzmagic back? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But Fitzfantasy is definitely back. Fitzfantasy has now, for four straight weeks, put up over 20 points in fantasy. And again this week, put another 25-plus performance this week. The Dolphins and Fitzmagic are coming off. Fitzpatrick, I should say. Is coming off a huge and surprising win against the San Francisco 49ers. Where they had four, the game was forty-three to seventeen in favor of the Dolphins. The Dolphins' defense caused so many turnovers against Jimmy G, C.J. Beathard, and that in that defense or in that team. Also, after those turnovers, the Dolphins really capitalized off of turnovers and got a lot of points um, through Miles Gaskin, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, and a bunch of other guys. Um, Fitzpatrick is uh, ranked number seven in ESPN leagues right now as a quarter as a quarterback in points 
And the craziest part is he's only rostered in about 56% of ESPN leagues. Um, for a guy who's a top 10 in a position, he's, he should not be 56% in leagues, that's for sure. So uh, Fitz, and Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins go against a 0-5 and probably up there as the worst team in the league, if not the worst team in sports, the uh, New York Jets. Um, the Jets' defense is actually not terrible, but uh, I do think the Dolphins are going to win this game, and I think they're really going to – Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki and Miles Gaskin, they're going to have big games this week. And, uh, yeah, so count another Fitz, uh, Fitz fantasy 20-plus point performance. All right, now let's go to my must-sits of the week for uh, week six of fantasy football. For number one, I got Amari Cooper, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Amari um, Cooper was rated as the number one receiver in ESPN Fantasy for a few weeks during the year, um, but now has found, my, found himself on my must-sit le- list for this week. Um, unfortunately for the Cowboys, they lost their best player and leader in Dak Prescott for the year due to a gruesome ankle injury. Dak was playing his best football of his career and was flourishing with his new weapons, or in, with his weapons, uh, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Now the Cowboys will, rely, will have to rely, rely on Andy Dalton to save their season and hopefully try to make the playoffs. Cooper and the Cowboys face the 3-2 Arizona Cardinals this week at home in Dallas. Cooper will most likely see a lot of Patrick, Patrick Peterson, and I expect Cooper will have his hands full, and have less than his fantasy projection this week. He's only projected about 13 this week due to Andy Dalton being the quarterback. But I do think he can either hit 13 or go less, but he won't have a 20-point performance in my opinion. So that's, if you can call it a hot take, that's my that's my hot take of the week. Number two, David Johnson, running back, Houston Texans. So, would you like to trade David Johnson in a second-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Bill O'Brien, who was fired last week, their coach and GM, made probably the worst trade of the year by giving up arguably the best receiver in football. David Johnson is, is a good running back. I'm not saying that he's not. But his mediocre start to the season is not all on him either. It's due to their offensive line. Oh, because... O'Brien basically traded all their draft picks for last year, this year, and just so many picks that he gave up. So due to that, they weren't able to improve on their offensive line or just their team in general, other than a few trades and such. But yeah, so that offensive line is really not helping David Johnson create holes. It's not helping Deshaun Watson have time, and it's led to the Texans being 1-4. and four. Johnson had his best week of the year in week one against the Kansas City Chiefs, rated promising 19-point performance, and ha- made fantasy owners think that he's going to be a, a big player for them this year. Unfortunately, the, la- the next four weeks, he's had under 13 points in fantasy and has been just ha- like, he, I don't think he's had over 100 yards in a game rushing yet this year, I don't believe. Um, it just hasn't. Hasn't provided as much as the Texans have wanted, would have wanted, especially since they traded DeAndre Hopkins for him. Uh, the Houston Texans and David Johnson play against a good te- Tennessee Titans defense this week, 
who shut down, I mean, and I mean shut down that Bills team on Tuesday night who was undefeated. Um, and I predict it'll be another long week for Johnson and his fantasy owners this week. Number three, Mike Evans. Now, do I think Mike Evans is going to be a, like, absolute must-sit, like, you can't play him at all? Like, no. I think if you don't have the depth at receiver, you play him. If you have the depth, I think you could sit him. Because, first of all, Mike Evans has been, like a lot in fantasy, has been inconsistent. A few games, he's had 20 points. Like, he's had, like, eight catches, 100 yards, something like that. But, like, some games he'll have one catch, one yard, one touchdown. Or two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. Like, He's being used a lot in the goal line, which is what Tom Brady has always done. He's always thrown to either Gronk in the red zone or someone. So Mike Evans is that guy for him. But this week, Chris Godwin is finally back after, I think, two weeks out. Maybe more. But he, he's been injured this year a lot. Um, so, yeah, so I think. And also, uh, Jair Alexander, the, a top cornerback in the league for the Packers, will most likely be guarding Evans a lot, even though Alexander is undersized. Um, so it may even be Kevin King, but that Packers secondary is pretty decent. Um, and they locked down when they played the Falcons. They locked Calvin Ridley down. He didn't even have one point. He had nothing in fantasy. He had zero. So I expect the uh, the Packers to, to slow down Mike Evans. I don't think they're going to stop him. Um, and I think he could get another, like, one of those – two catches, two yards, two touchdown games. But I don't think he's going to have one of those big 20-point performances this week. And I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not I'm not like a – I can't see the future, but it's just a prediction. And I think Mike Evans, if you have the depth, should be a sit. Let's move on to my next segment of this Fantasy Football Friday episode. I will cover three, only three, of my sleepers of the week. Any position, just three players. Number one, Darius Slayton, wide receiver, New York Giants. So, the Giants, again, after elite, this has been, what, three, four years in a row have been not good. <laughs> the Giants and Daniel Jones are off to an 0-5 start this year and just have not played well. Their offense has played awful. Their defense has actually not looked terrible, but they got shredded by the Cowboys last week, even with Dak going out. So I, it's hard So, because it's hard to pick a Giants player because especially with Saquon out and Daniel Jones not playing well, but Darius Slayton has been the only bright light of that team. Slayton has now had two fantasy points point performances over 20 plus points um i think slayton will have another decent week this week against the washington redskins um i think that uh he he could have another big game another 15 plus um he's he's being targeted the most on that team and you you can tell he's danny jones he's danny dimes is a favorite target by far um even though the Redskins have a pretty decent defense, and I think they're ranked number three um, in 
fantasy like points not like given up to uh to wide receivers. So I I mean it's a pretty good defense, but I think like this game is against two teams who aren't good and like the Redskins are gonna are injured. They don't like I don't even know who their quarterback is gonna be. But again, I think this game could either be a high scoring game or it could be a low scoring game. But I think Slayton is a sleeper this week. And I think if you have him on your bench, you should be happy because I think he's going to start trending upwards and you didn't waste too high of a draft pick on him. But yeah, so Darius Slayton is my uh, first sleeper of the week. Number two, I have Antonio Gibson running back for the Washington Redskins. Yes, I'm picking another player from the Giants and Redskins game. But I think Antonio Gibson, again, has been other than a few other guys has been really that the light like the the surprise for the Redskins. Um, after the Redskins released Darius Geis this off season due to some off the field things, Antonio Gibson really slid into that number one running back. And in college at Memphis, he wasn't like a running back. Like he was a running back slot receiver. He was kind of did everything. But when he touched the ball, like he only had like thirty touches, I think in his senior season or his junior season, whatever season it was at Memphis. But he did something good on every touch. I mean, whether it was a touchdown or a big play, Gibson was is just dynamic as a running back. Um, and this year in fantasy, he's been, he's been good. He's been a top 20 back, so I don't even know if you can call him a sleeper. But – if you have Gibson and you're not you don't you're questionable about starting him because the Giants defense is actually not terrible, I say start him because other than like JD McKissick stealing some of his catches, I think Gibson or obviously Gibson is a, a versatile back. He can catch, he can run, he can do everything. But due to I don't even know who's gonna be the quarterback for that team. Either it'll be Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen. We just don't know who it's gonna be. So I feel like Antonio Gibson is a safe play here to get at least an easy 12 points, I think. Um, and I think he could be a sleeper this week and drop more than 12, more than his projection, and uh, maybe help you win the week. All right, for my last and third sleeper of the week, I have Miles Gaskin running back for the Miami Dolphins. Again, another Dolphins player that I've had in here. Um, it's been a lot of the same teams <laughs> But, yeah, so Gaskin is coming off a 20-point uh, performance against the uh, San Francisco 49ers, who have a good defense. Um, they just shredded the 49ers um, just because due to injuries and their offense was not playing well. But, yeah, so Miles Gaskin entering the year was, I guarantee you, most fantasy people did not know who he was. He was definitely not picked in drafts because he was ranked as the number three running back on that depth chart coming into the year. Um but Jordan Howard has really faded out. Uh, he's was at the beginning of the year was only just a goal line guy. Like if they're one yard away, you punch from the ball, he'll score it. That's just what he's always kind of been um, once he left Chicago. So I think like, and then Breida, I, I I had big hopes for Breida. I picked him in a lot of leagues and I thought he'd actually be pretty decent. But this year he really hasn't done too much. And uh, Gaskin has really been that number one and clear back. Um, so yeah, I think the Dolphins uh, against that horrible Jets team will have a good a good game. I think Gaskin could go for another fifteen plus performance. Um, and yeah, again, he's versatile. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, so he can get those receptions for PPR. So I think Gaskin's another good play this week, and uh, him and the Dolphins and Fitzmagic. 
or Fitzpatrick or Fitz Fantasy, wherever you want to call it. We'll uh, go to 3-3 three and three on the year and beat the uh, 0-5 Jets and put them to 0-6. All right, that's it for my, uh, my sleepers of the week. On the next segment, I will cover my NFL picks of the week and who I think is going to win, and I'll give you a brief description of why. All right, for my last segment of Fantasy Football Friday, I will give you my NFL picks of the week. For the first game, I have the Texans versus the Titans. I think the Titans will win this game. I think it could be a close game, but the Tennessee Titans, who are 4-0, even with the, uh, the bye week due to COVID, their outbreak, and all the, all the controversy and stuff, this Titans team has looked good. They beat an undefeated Bills team, and they murdered, like crushed them. I mean crushed them. So I think the Titans will win this week against a 1-4 uh, and four Houston Texans team. I think it's a big week for Derrick Henry. I think it's a big week, another big week for John o. Smith, maybe A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill. I think it's going to be a defensive game. They get some of their guys back from the COVID list. Jeffrey Simmons, who was their uh, first-round pick in 2019 NFL draft. He's been very good. Um, so, yeah, Titans win this week, in my opinion. Next game, we got the Ravens versus the Eagles. Even though I'm an Eagles fan, uh, and last week I took them against the Steelers, and they actually did look pretty good against the Steelers. Um, I'm not going to be naive or biased, and I'm going to take the Ravens this week. Um, obviously, the Ravens are the better team. I think the Eagles could actually make this a game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, and I'm not sure what the point spread it is, but I'm sure it's Ravens by at least seven, if I had to guess. But, yeah, I think the e- I mean the Eagles got it going a little bit. They had a good good win against the 49ers, uh, a good game against the Steelers, just couldn't finish it. But the Ravens have looked pretty good, um, or really good, other than their Chiefs loss. Their defense has looked top-notch. Um, they absolutely stopped the Bengals last week, and Joe Burrow, they did nothing. So, yeah, I think uh, it'll be a Ravens win and a, a defensive battle for the Ravens, at least. Hopefully the Eagles, but we'll find out. But, yeah, Ravens win. Falcons versus Vikings. This is this year. These two teams have uh, really under uh, under achieved what people thought they would be. Um, the Falcons, not I mean, even though they have really good offense, so many weapons, and they signed Todd Gurley, they have so many weapons on offense. Their defense yet again has not been up to par. This week they just released Dan Quinn and their GM Thomas Dimitrov, so now they are down to. Um, their interim coach, and they're going to be making a lot of changes this offseason, which they need. But also, and and then on the other flip side, you have the one and four Vikings, who have looked awful until last week when they lost against the Seahawks, but they played decent. So, but that's almost like a lesser of two evils for this game. But I think the Vikings will win this game. I think they're just a, a little bit better of a team, a little bit more put together, a better defense. So, yeah, so I think. The Vikings won this game. Uh, could be. A, I think it'll be a shootout. Two good offenses. Um, so yeah, I picked the Vikings this week. Browns versus Steelers. The Browns have really, really, really. Uh, I surprise a lot of people. They're four and one this year. Um, I mean, the I, like if you would say the Browns were four and one to a lot of people, they wouldn't believe me. Whether it would be two years ago, three years ago, last year. I mean, the Browns have been. The worst team in football, other than even worse than the Jets in the last five years. But this year, they've really put it together. They're 4-1. Their defenses look good. Their offenses look really good. 
Um, but going against a 4-0 Steelers team with that defense and their offense rolling with Chase Claypool, all their weapons, I think the Steelers will win this week. I think they'll stop the Browns. Um, even though uh, the Browns have been good, I think this will be a good game. I think it'll be within uh, one possession, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown. But I think the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger will win this game. Uh, Baker had some injuries this week, so that could limit his abilities to throw a little bit. And they may just look to run with Kareem Hunt, Ernest Johnson. But, yeah, I picked the Steelers this week. Bengals versus Colts. Uh, this week, I mean, this game, it could go either way. Some some games, the Bengals have really showed up. Some games, they, against, like, the Ravens, they were awful. But I think the Colts will win this game. Even though the Colts have a lot of injuries on offense, um, and Phillip Rivers did not look that great last week against the Cleveland Browns, their defense has really played well. Um. Yeah, so I think the Colts will win this game. I think they'll beat the Bengals, and they'll stop Joe Burrow this week. So, yeah, I picked the Colts. Next game, Lions versus Jaguars. Like I said earlier with my Kenny Galladay take, I think the Lions will win this game. I don't. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, um, whether it's just if the Jaguars can finish off their drives like they couldn't last week. But if they can finish them off, I think they'll win, or the Lions will win. Still, but I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be Matthew Stafford and Kelly, Kenny Galladay versus uh, Gardner Minshew, DJ Chark, and James Robinson. But, yeah, so I, I think this will be a, a Lions win, and uh, it'll be a close game, though, I think. Next game, Bears versus Panthers. I think the Bears will win this game, in my opinion. Uh, the Panthers, who are 3-2, and two, have really surprised a lot of people. Their defense with a lot of rookies, including Jeremy Chin, has played well. Um, but I think the Bears' defense is a little bit better. I think the Panthers' offense might be better than the Bears. So it might actually be a close game. The Panthers, and I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Panthers won, but I think it'll be a Bears win and Nick Foles. Washington and Giants. Again, this is like another game, the lesser of two evils, two not-so-great teams. But I think uh, this week, due to the the – not like just the not knowing of who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Redskins. I think the Giants can win this game. It just depends on Daniel Jones and how he plays and how that defense plays. But I'm going to take the Giants this week as a, as a sleeper pick. Next pick, I got the Broncos and Pat Patriots. Um, again, who knows if this game will be played. Uh, another Patriots player this morning tested positive. Supposedly he wasn't around the team and he was out of practice. But... I wouldn't be surprised if this game got canceled again. This would really hurt the NFL. They had to reschedule again, and uh, they already had their bye week, so they can't really have another bye week. So they really just have to figure that out. But last week I took the Broncos over the past because Cam Newton wasn't playing, but this week Cam Newton would be playing. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Even though Drew Locke is back, I'm going to take the Patriots. Next game, Jets, Dolphins. I've already said this multiple times in this episode. I think the Dolphins will win. Go to 3-3. Three and three. Take the Jets to 0-6. Packers and Buccaneers, I think this will probably be the best game of the week. Um, definitely one I'm excited for, and Aaron Rodgers versus uh, Tom Brady. We don't get to see a lot, so it'll be fun. Um, Buccaneers go off a bad loss to the Bears, a close one, but they definitely put a sour taste in their mouth. The Packers are 4-0. I think this game will be close. I'm going to take a sleep. I'm going to take the probably the... 
not favored pick. I'm going to take the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Next game, I got Rams and Niners. I think that the uh, Los Angeles Rams will beat the San Francisco 49ers this week. Um, Niners did not look good last week, and I think the Rams are just a better team as of right now due to injuries. Next game, I got the Chiefs and the Bills. I think that the uh, this game is obviously two good teams, two teams who were undefeated but lost last week. Um, but I think the Chiefs will win. They just got Le'Veon Bell. We'll see how they use them, if they even play them this week. But, yeah, so I think the Chiefs will win. Last game on Monday Night Football, we got the Arizona Cardinals versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, obviously, the Cowboys are not the same. They don't have Dak Prescott. They have any Dalton. And the Cardinals, in three, three of their wins have looked great, but two of their losses have looked horrible. So it'll be a, it'll be a good game, I think, but I think the Arizona Cardinals will take this game. All right, that's it for my NFL picks of the week and this episode of Fantasy Football Friday. Thanks for listening to the fourth episode of ZC's Fantasy Football Podcast and the second episode of Fantasy Football Friday. Remember to set those lineups and be on the lookout for those games that may be canceled due to COVID. You do not want to forget and have them in your lineup and they just do, don't do anything. That will most likely lose you the week. I'll see you on Tuesday next week. Good luck, my fellow fantasy football players. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Sunday. Enjoy watching your team play football if they're playing, not on bye. But I'm ZC, and I'm out.